Welcome back here to the Coach's Corner on the Vanguard Athletics Podcast Network. My name is Mike Teague, and I am joined, as always, by Jeff Melton. And today we have a special guest on. Jeff was able to have a great conversation with Coach Caleb Flores of our newly formed and, I guess, reestablished from the ashes uh, yeah. the men's wrestling the program. The reboot. Yeah, the <laughs> reboot, uh, version two of uh, the wrestling program here. So Coach Flores obviously is uh, a coach that we really like around here. And so, uh, yeah, Jeff, you're able to have a, a nice conversation with him. Yeah, the the passion he has for the sport of wrestling and his guys and just living every day to the fullest. I mean, I have the privilege of having the office right next to him. And, you know, some, sometimes the, we, we give each other a little barbs over a little NFC-NFL rivalry between my, my Eagles and his Cowboys. But, you know, just beyond that is he's just a great guy. And as you guys are going to hear in a second, um, the, what he's doing with these guys in this program, the way he's rallying the wrestling community as a whole, is just it's something that I actually think our other programs can can draw from. Oh, uh, just the amount of people out there that want to get involved within college athletics and you know such a niche sport like wrestling. It's it's been an honor to be a part of it. You know, we we are on this foundational admin team of adding you know six sports in three years, and all of them have added something so unique to our campus. Mm. Um, you know, from beach volleyball, not, not, not a bad, not a bad sport to play and to get people off campus to watch. And then, you know, I thought stunt packed out the gym a couple times a year, but right. then wrestling, oh my, gosh, that oh was my goodness, I can't even remember the last time we had that many people in the gym. It probably was when we were on TV for that tournament game, you know, the year we yeah. the men's basketball won the national tournament when we had both of those here. So it was hot. It was sweaty, but it's so great, you know, and then the success we're having with golf and all of our just new sports on top of the, the rich tradition of Vanguard athletics is awesome. And the reboot of wrestling is just another feather in the cap of the great things that our coaches and our student athletes are doing here at Vanguard. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that if anyone was at that wrestling matchup, it was that place was crazy. And our fans, I don't think, know too much about wrestling, but they were learning real <laughs> quick. But the community came, rallied around awesome environment. So uh, without further ado, we'll just jump into this conversation that Jeff Melton was able to have with Coach Caleb Flores of the Vanguard Men's Wrestling Program. All right, welcoming Caleb Flores, the head coach of Vanguard Wrestling. What's it still? You've you've, you've worked for us for about a year and hearing that title, <laughs> kind of how do you react? Just, you know, uh, head coach? It's still like, I, I can't believe it. I'm excited. It's still like it's still like the first time you know I got the job, so um, it's been a lot of it's been a journey to get here, but I'm excited uh, for the next for the next uh, years to come. All right, so before we kind of dive into your journey a little bit, you know Vanguard had wrestling back in the '70s, pretty successful program, won our district uh, three straight years, had an undefeated season. Yeah. You know they're responsible <laughs> for naming the pit, you know making it a a ruckus environment, things like that. So when you first got that job, the job and the alumni started reaching out, you know, kind of no walk pressure. us through some of those interactions. <laughs> yeah. No pressure, no pressure. No, it's, it's awesome because you know, you have a built in fan base already. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, and you could always hear the stories and kind of guide you where you want the vision to go and, and uh, talk about how they got there. Mm-hmm. And uh, those are lessons that I could learn from and that we're trying to build here. It worked then, and it'll work now, too. Yeah, so I know specifically about Paul LeBlanc. Yes. You know, he um, was one of the most decorated wrestlers back in the 70s. Uh, just got notified earlier this fall. Yep. 
uh, during your kickoff dinner that he's going to be inducted in the Vanguard Athletics Hall yes. of Fame this coming uh, February. Yeah. So, you know, he's been vital coming all the way over from, from Hawaii a couple times. Yeah. You know, but there's I know there's a couple other of our alumni that are pretty engaged yeah. yes. from the start. Yes. Um, I mean, Paul Blanc is, uh, you know, I've actually known Paul for quite a while when I was in high school. Okay. Because uh, he was the head coach at uh, Rio Hondo College for a very long time. And so building a relationship. So when I got the job, he reached out to me right away. And uh, what a great man. You mm -hmm. know, the accolades speak for themselves, but just a great man and, and a mentor already for me. You know, uh, he came and gave the guy a really good motivational speech on uh, on Wednesday on Wednesday at our practice. And, you know, he's he's a great resource. Great mm -hmm. resource. And like I said, he's, he's a great man. And, and to have a guy for year one in the Hall of Fame, that's a pretty good start to our program. So uh, we're excited for him, and he's excited. And he's getting all the other alumni involved, and we're starting to build something great here. So it's good. That's awesome. So for a lot of the people kind of around Vanguard, they might not know a whole lot around wrestling. <laughs> it's not necessarily the, the most Southern California sport you <laughs> could think of. You know, it's a little yeah. more in the Midwest a little bit. Yep. So can you give all of us novice people, you know, including myself, <laughs> kind of like a – two to three minute breakdown of like what what's the point what's the what's the what are we trying to do when the two guys are in there in the center of the ring well our sport is a sport of you know combat I okay mean, um you can actually put your hands on somebody it has three periods the first period is three minutes second period is two minutes third period is two minutes and mm -hmm. then if the score is tied at the end of that uh the seven minutes there'll be a one minute overtime where the first takedown wins mm -hmm. and then after that uh it's two 30 second periods uh, one guy gets to uh, be on top, and if you ride him out, that's good. And th then the other guy gets another chance on top. And then how that, however that works out, we'll repeat the process until we find a winner. So uh, we got our little a little experience of that last night in our in our heavyweight match. So uh, it's awesome. It's awesome. Our sport is like I said, it's imposing your will on mm -hmm. somebody else, and uh, that's what makes it great because one man versus one man, uh, and it's your training versus his training, and best man will win so it's pretty awesome yeah so there's 10 weight classes um nine of them are pretty defined you know then the heavyweight kind of has a an, a, you know it can kind of go as high as possible so we got you know the 125s 133s 141s yep. 149 57. 157 yep. 65 65 74s 84 84 97 and then 97 boys. <laughs> all right so, um, you know, as a former wrestler yourself, yes. what's, you know, what's it like to be kind of tied into a weight class like that? You know, with our soccer players and our basketball players, you know, they're worrying about their fitness, yes. but they're not necessarily worried how much they weigh on any given day. Yeah. So how much are your guys, rest, uh, you know, your wrestlers, how much are they weighing themselves on a daily basis before and after practice, things like that? All, all the time. And, and I think that's what makes our sport a little bit special is that that it, it's more than just on the mat stuff. It's, it's a lifestyle, mm -hmm. you know, uh, it's hard to, you know, you're, you're starting to diet and you're starting to get a little closer and you're a little bit edgier, your energy levels low, but yet you still have to go out there and compete, mm -hmm. you know, and, and that's pretty, uh, pretty special because that's where we really get to see how mentally tough somebody is, is when, you know, everybody can do it when it feel, they feel great, but when it gets, when you don't feel so great, you still have it in you. And so, uh, getting to see that is it's pretty awesome. Yeah, having to sweat out about a pound and a half or yeah. two pounds right before you weigh in, and then 30 minutes later you're on the mat trying yeah, to you yes. know fight for your team and things like that. So, 
you know, a couple of the things, you know, there's there's some ins and outs of a match, you know, with um, different rules of having stay in the ring, evading, yeah. you know, getting um, points for that, writing yeah. time, things yeah. like that. Kind of give us through a little bit of the points of how they're awarded yeah. throughout a bout and then how they those kind of combine together for a match score yeah. at the awesome. end. Awesome. Um, yeah, takedown is as it is what uh, it is. It's pretty self-explanatory. Once mm -hmm. you get behind the guy, put him down, it's two points. Uh, once you're down, if you get a get up and get away, mm -hmm. uh, it's one point. Uh, if you're down and you reverse up and you and you end up on top, that's two points. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're the top wrestler and you turn, you expose the guy's back at a 45 degree angle. Uh, if you get a, a two count, so you hold him there for two seconds, it's two points. And if you hold him there for four seconds, it's four points. Mm -hmm. And if you get his back on the mat, shoulder blades down, it's a fall. So it's a pin, and that's what we're always looking for. That's then, both shoulder blades, yeah, right? Both, yeah. Both shoulder blades are down flat. Uh, that's that's a fall. And um, out of bounds, as far as uh, out of bounds, if you're pushing the guy out and he's not making an attempt to come back in, like he's just like happy to get out of bounds, mm -hmm. they call him for stalling. And if you get two stalling, uh, if you get two stalling calls, it's one point. Okay. And then that kind of sad. Uh, yeah. And then we start getting as those points start adding up. You know, once we get. Uh, to eight points, it's a, it's a major. It's a major, and then once it's a fifteen-point difference, the match is terminated. Yeah, correct? Yeah, it's kind of like the mercy rule. So yeah, we call it a technical fall. But okay, it's a mercy rule. Okay, so that's great. So thanks for giving us that little breakdown no for problem. all of us at home. No problem. No you know, problem. to you, it's second nature. <laughs> um, to a lot of people listening, they're not going to necessarily know yeah. kind of the ins yeah, and outs yeah. of it. But um, you know, you. Your life's been dedicated to wrestling. So how how did you get started with wrestling? You know, it's yeah. especially here in Southern California. You no, know, it's not the. Yeah. Um, well, I came from a baseball background. My family was uh, uh, big time baseball. My dad played in the minor leagues for uh, the Brewers. And my brother was an all star. My sister was, you know, all world too. But I could have hit a fastball to save my life. <laughs> and so uh, my dad had to make an executive decision. And <laughs> made a business decision. Yeah, yeah. he was like, uh, come on, you're embarrassing the family name here. So so uh, he uh, and he wrestled in high school, and there was a little club, and he took me there. And then next thing you know, it uh, just kind of came natural to me. Um, being, I like to say, being the younger brother, I was always fighting for the youngest, always fighting for a little bit of attention. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I'd, the work ethic was naturally there. And um, and on our sport is what you put in is what you can get out of it. So, you know, I was able to put in a, a lot of time, and a lot of effort, and my dad was right there by my side, and and we had a lot of success right away. So, so then, uh, what high school did you wrestle at? I wrestled at Northview High School. Northview High School, okay, the uh, Grapplers, right? Yeah, is that Cal what it's called? Yeah, yeah. California yeah. Grapplers, Northview High School uh, in Covina, California. Okay. So uh, yeah, I wrestled there. Um, I had pretty good success there, and. From there, I went on to wrestle at the University of Northern Iowa. Okay. So, yeah, how'd you so. How'd you do? Tell us a little bit about your experience at Northern Iowa. Northern, it was cold. It was <laughs> cold. Uh, the Midwest. I mean, I, I loved it. I had a good time, and but six months of winter. I mean, snow's fun for a day, you know. Yeah. But when it's stuck there, and, and you're stuck there, no. No, no, no. It's, there's nothing like these winters. I'll take these winters all day. Makes it a little bit easier, though, to stay yeah. in the gym, stay yeah, focused, yes. and things like that. Absolutely, absolutely. But, no, yeah, that experience was great. I was a Division One uh, national qualifier. I made all-conference a couple of times. So it was a good experience for me. I oh. met a lot of great people. So what what do you kind of use on a daily basis when you're working with our team? You know, it's there's not many sports in which you're actually directly fighting against your coach yeah, on a daily yeah, basis in yeah. practice. But you know, what was it kind of through your your time at Northern Iowa that you can kind of you kind of pull on as you're you know teaching yeah. these kids the fundamentals on the mat? You know, um, 
I had two coaches at my time at, at you and I, and uh, my second coach, Doug Schwab, he just really instilled passion, mm-hmm. you know, and I think passion is contagious. Uh, if they see me in there grinding with them and building that brotherhood with them and really fighting with them alongside, not leading, not pointing at them, but leading by example, I think that you have faster results and they begin to trust you a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And so being a little bit more hands-on, being a hands-on leader. Helps helps you stay a little bit fit yeah, too, you gotta right? Got to stay in shape. You, you can't know? you can't get punked no, by your own players no, on no, a daily basis, right? It can't happen. No, <laughs> so got to stay in shape for sure. So kind of walk us through, you know, the recruiting process. You know, you're you're having to think, you know, I need I need ten guys at all times. Yep. We got to have depth. We got to have these ten guys have someone to go against yeah. in practice. You know, and measuring all that together. Um, you know, I'm sure some weight classes are harder to find yeah. just athletes in yeah. general at yep. that size than. You yes. know, some of that. So kind of how, how walk us through how you kind of, you know, you build a team. You know, a lot of people can look at, yeah. you know, a football team and go, okay, I need some linemen. Yeah, I need a, yeah. I need yeah. someone that can throw it and a couple guys that run it and you know, that yeah. kind of thing. But wrestling is probably a whole different mindset of how you're, you know, thinking through and trying to. Well, I mean, it all starts with do they fit our mentality? You mm-hmm. know, I, I first, first and foremost, I want guys that are going to fight for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the school got a little ex- example of a uh, little taste of what wrestling is really about. It's, it's uh, guys that are really scrap, you know, and being tough. And so we look for that first. And then as far as weights go, uh, 25s is really hard, 125s, because being 125 at 20 years old, 22 years old, you know, it's tough. Mm-hmm. And, and so uh, you got to kind of look at their size in high school and see how they grew grew throughout that mm-hmm. but when when they grow they grow you know yeah okay? we're not gonna stunt nobody's there's, growth there's hey, only so much hey, you can do right, right? Yeah. exactly <laughs> hey all right we're going up that's yeah. what we're doing uh so finding guys that you could see that could be lifers at that weight class whatever mm-hmm. weight class that is and then you got to look for guys that all right he's here but i could see potential where he can go up one or maybe even two weight classes mm-hmm. depending on how he matures and through our weightlifting program so uh, you got to find guys for certain ways, and then you got to get those in-between guys where they can either stay or go. So it's a balancing act for sure. In your experience, uh, have you noticed that it's easier to take a guy up a class or down a class? Uh, up a class. Up a class. class. Yeah, because, I mean, shrinking the body, it, it's, it's tougher and it takes a lot of discipline on their part. Mm-hmm. You know, but on the same side, it takes a lot of discipline to continue to eat. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're trying to build muscle, continue to eat. Uh, I tell my guys, I have one guy trying to put on – put on weight and it's hey just as uh as we drill our doubles and singles and our, our techniques on the mat you know you got to hit that that cafeteria like <laughs> you got to go doubles and single <laughs> servings in there yeah go get your reps in at that cafeteria so it's the same same kind of mentality so yeah you know one of the things i've noticed just watching this program uh kind of develop the last few months is your guys have some extreme hours that they're working under. You know, they're wrestling at 6 a.m. They're lifting at 6 p.m., you know, trying to, you know, watch their weight, go to class and things like that. So the mental toughness that you're referring to, you know, these guys are showing that on a daily basis. And, you know, just the impact they've had on the culture here so quickly, you know, all these guys dove right in. They're buying into the Vanguard way. They're some of the most helpful people around. You know, all of that. So, you know, the wrestling community at large, you know, we brought this sport back and we were getting phone calls the day we announced (laughs) it of people wanting to help out and volunteer and things like that. And we were kind of, you know, administratively from school being like, let's find a coach first, you know, and then we'll we'll kind of funnel it from there. But, you know, kind of just what's been so special to you about just, you know, the high schools and everything, the the way they just welcomed Vanguard in? Uh, Well, the wrestling community is awesome. 
I think we're, you guys are starting to get a little taste of that. But the Orange County, the area that we're at, I mean, it's rich with wrestling, high school history, mm-hmm. really rich with high school. So they're excited to have a program here and then so close to their home. So just keeping them fired up, keeping them engaged um, is very, very important because, yeah, we got the momentum, but we got to keep it rolling. You know, keep rolling, keep it, uh, building on it. So, yeah, just keeping them engaged. And, you know, as you could tell with our guys, being wrestlers, you be a, you have the natural characteristics of a good person. You know, mm-hmm. that's what wrestling forces you to be. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it forces you to be committed, dedicated, and and, uh, and just overall good, a good man. So. Yeah. And then um, how has uh, Dolomer and Cal USA Wrestling, how have they linked up with us in such a dramatic way just yeah. so early in this program's reboot? Yeah, I mean, they're they're awesome. Like I said, the wrestling community is awesome. I, uh, I've, I wrestled in the California USA Wrestling System as a child. I built some really good relationships with them. And I called them up. And, you know, you don't get nothing unless you ask. So, uh, you know, they asked and they reached out and supported us right in a they instantly said, yes, let's do it. You know, we want to help you. Just tell me what we need to do. And I was like, we need a mat. You know, step one, if we want to have dual meets and be able to wrestle, we need a mat. And so they're like, let's, let's, uh, let's do it. And so Cal USA Wrestling partnered up with Dolomar, and they said, whatever you want, it's yours. And so great, amazing people. Yeah, you know, if you guys uh, listen at home, didn't get to see the broadcast or weren't here in person, that mat looks pretty good. Yeah, so, yeah, you know, sweet. huge <laughs> shout out to them for, uh, you know, gifting us with that. You know, yeah. we've gotten hooked up with a, a couple singlets. Yep. You know, we got three different vibes yep. with our three sets of singlets, yeah. which is always a good thing. Look you know, good, play good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, you only you only uh, wrestle as good as you feel walking yeah. out there. So, you know, it's such a great uh thing going on here on campus you know and so you touched on it a little bit earlier just you know what you're looking for in a vanguard wrestler mm-hmm. you know um what's your hope you know uh as these guys kind of age through the program whether they're either here a year or four or five years you know depending on how much time they spend with us what do you want them to get out of their vanguard experience and be able to draw from as they move on to be fathers you know businessmen yeah. you know uh, continue to be sons brothers things yeah. like that yeah. Uh, overall, I just want them to enjoy the experience and learn the characteristics of a successful person, uh, which is commitment, dedication, uh, sacrificing for your brother or your, for your family, mm-hmm. uh, and overall just being tough because mm-hmm. uh, I think everyone in life has experienced some type of adversity, and you have to be tough to get through it. And so um, and take ownership of this program. Whatever we do, we got to take ownership of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's why it's a very great thing that we're starting in year one. And I and I have guys taking ownership of the program, and and it will continue through. So take ownership. Yeah. So in addition to um, you know Caleb being our head coach, we've got a lot of talent on our assistant coaching staff. Yes. You know, can you kind of uh, just give us the the breakdown of the three of yes. our guys, and you know what they're adding to the program in addition to you know your stewardship up yeah. at the top? Yeah. No. Uh, I'll start with uh, my assistant coach, head assistant coach uh, Joe Joey Vano. Um, First of all, great man, uh, great man, great father, great husband. Um, his his uh, accolades in wrestling, he was a national champion uh, for William Penn. Um, but leading up to that point, he didn't have much on it. In high school, he didn't even make it to the state tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, he went to Mount, Mount San Antonio College, uh, junior college uh, in California. He, he took seventh his sophomore year, and but he can he stuck to a process and continued to believe to himself. Mm-hmm. He didn't have instant results, but mm-hmm. when you continue to believe and continue to do the right things, your breakthroughs are right around the corner. Mm-hmm. And and so, yes, he's a national champ, 
but he shows what commitment is all about that continue to believe you don't know when the breakthrough is going to happen but it will happen if you continue to work and so as soon as i got the job i called him right away like hey i need you and he's <laughs> like hey let's roll let's do this so uh that's that's joe ivano and then uh kevin Kelly uh, actually wrestled for me at mount sac same kind of story uh, he didn't make it to the state tournament. He wrestled for South Hills in mm-hmm. Covina. Uh, he wrestled for South Hills, didn't make it to the state tournament. Wrestled for me at, at Mount San Antonio College. He um, he didn't place his first year, but his second year, uh, he ended up winning the state championship. Mm-hmm. Um, then he went into uh, Benedictine College, and and uh, was, yeah, Benedictine College, and he ended up uh, play, being an All American over mm-hmm. there. So out in Kansas, right? Out in yeah, Kansas. Yeah. So he. Like I said, just staying consistent in your effort, you know, just because you didn't have the results in high school. We always talk about it. You know, high school is boy wrestling. Mm-hmm. Now, once you get into college, it's man wrestling. Mm-hmm. And so sticking true to that and, and believing in yourself, you know. And then then we I have uh, John Beck, who's uh, been an awesome asset. He wrestled for the University of Michigan, was a high school state placer, mm-hmm. and, and he's a veteran. So it brings some of that grit and, and uh, some of that leadership style that you get through the Army and stuff like that. So it's been great. Yeah, and so from an outsider, it looks like you guys kind of all have different weight classes and kind of specialties there. So, that, you know, that's a huge asset to these guys. So we'd like to, you know, just thank Caleb for not only the just the development of this program from scratch with a little bit of history nearly 40 years ago and just getting all these guys in. But we want to thank you for uh, joining us here on the Coach's Corner. All right, welcome back. And, man, that was an awesome conversation between Jeff and Coach Flores. you got to love the passion that Coach Flores brings to everything he does. Jeff, what were your kind of takeaways from this uh, this conversation that you were able to have with him? You know, it's really just cool of, you know, the blend of, you know, experiences these guys are getting, whether it's the impact Paul LeBlanc, you know, a wrestler from the 70s who Caleb's known most of his life and the way he's coming back and being involved you know, from uh, with our coaching staff, Caleb, Joe, uh, you know, Kevin and Jonathan, you know, the the different successes they've had along the way. You know, some it, wrestling came a little easier to um, others. They had to grind through it, you know, didn't didn't do well in high school, ended up being national champion. You know, all those levels, you know, and just the hands on. Uh, way they're they're impacting these guys on a daily basis. You know, we joke a lot of times about how uh, some of our coaches, you know, put themselves in drills during practice. No one can top what our wrestling coaches do. I mean, they're in Absolutely there not. grappling, getting flipped, getting you know choked out, basically things like that on a daily basis. And you know that that's just one of those ways to create community almost instantly mm. and create a brotherhood and a bond in there because you know those guys know their coaches are invested because they're putting their bodies on the line every day in practice for them. And, you know, the amount of hours they're grinding through early mornings, uh, off campus, you know, in the, in the wrestling room, late nights in the weight room. And just the, the, the way these guys are, you know, just their character and their mentality and how these guys are going to work and fight for everything. And you saw that in the home wrestling meet, um, you know, on November 7th. And it's just, I, I can't wait for our next one. You know, it's, it's kind of wish it was coming up a little sooner <laughs> than it is, you know, uh, in December and things like that. But this is just so cool. And, you know, I'm fired up just to have it period. And then when we start 
looking back to the success we've had back in the 70s, three straight district championships and the alumni and just the way the wrestling community from, you know, Cal USA Wrestling, Dollarmer, all those things, you know, the way they're diving in, giving us a mat, getting us singlets, you know, donating to our kickoff dinner, helping us raise funds for these guys to travel, you know, play some of these top-notch teams. You know, I'm excited to see them throughout the season and then, you know, see what happens when we go to our first Cascade Conference Championships uh, later next spring. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. You know, the hashtag return of the Mat Men, right? Yeah, and yeah, so, yeah. Uh, excited to have the Mat Men here. So thank you guys again for joining us on another episode of Coach's Corner. Feel free to subscribe, uh, listen, share, rate, and do all those fun things that you do with the podcast normally with our podcast network. But feel free to keep joining us every Friday here on the Coach's Corner on the Vanguard University Athletics Podcast Network. <laughs> Thank you.